Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today in our devotional journey through the New Testament, we are looking at Revelation 13, and we're going to talk about the uh, some, some of the, I guess, scarier aspects of uh, talking about the book of Revelation. Uh, Revelation 13 has this beast that appears. It also has a, a second beast, and then it has the infamous mark of the beast. And so what I want to do today is I just want to kind of briefly talk about these uh, these three identities, and uh, and then I want to talk about the mark of the beast and some concern I've had. Uh, I've actually had questions about this n- a number of times over the last few years. And so let's begin with talking about the beast. Uh, the, the text begins with talking about this, this beast that appears, and this is the Antichrist. Uh, this is the Antichrist who, uh, when we get to Revelation 17, the kings are going to bow down. They're going to get power. This is why he has 10 horns, uh, the, the accumulation of power from these nations or these nation states. And uh, and this is the ruler, the the Antichrist. And uh, and then along with him is the other beast, which is this kind of the, uh, the right-hand man of the Antichrist who is um, his identity. He's more religious. And so he leads the world in this this worship of the Antichrist as this this deity, this this Christ-like figure. In fact, the Antichrist will uh, he will have a head wound and he will die or appear to die and then come back to life. And so you're going to have this miraculous being who, whether by trickery or some sorcery, he uh, he receives the worship of the world because of. Um, the the way he leads, the way he's overcome it appears he's overcome death. This is the Antichrist and his in his false prophet, his uh, religious leader, and uh, and then as this chapter continues, you get to the text that I actually want to look at, which uh, let, let's pick it up in verse sixteen, uh, talking about this uh, the second beast. It says also it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave to be marked on the right hand or on the forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. That is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and its number is 666. This is the the mark of the beast, the infamous mark of the beast that many are uh, really nervous about. Uh, they're nervous about this because they're, they're curious if they can have the mark of the beast in this world right now. Now, being on the head or the right hand, this mark of the beast it symbolizes some sort of agreement. It's necessary to buy and sell. It's necessary for to work in commerce. This is what has led people to have lots of ideas like maybe credit cards are the mark of the beast. Uh, recently, uh, the question that I've received from uh, teenagers to adults alike is, is the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, is that the mark of the beast? And there's these speculations. Now, here's how I want to approach this. First of all, this this mark of the beast aligns you with Satan and and with the the, the Antichrist, and it does so in this very obvious fashion. You are saying, I am aligned with him. And and recognize this mark, we, we don't know a lot about it. We know it's a number, the number of a man. 666 is really the uh, the idea that if seven is perfect, then six is subpar. It's the number of a man, and it's repeated three times, 666. Six, six. 
Uh, it might be the number of Nero. It might be the number of other world leaders. It's hard to know precisely what it means. There isn't a lot of evidence to say this is, we have total confidence in this. But what we know is this is required to participate economically and it aligns the, the one who's marked with the Antichrist. Now, if, if the timeline of Revelation that we're working off of is that these are future events during the tribulation, especially the last three and a half years, uh, the 42 months uh, of the, the last three and a half years of tribulation, as mentioned in Revelation 13, what we see then is this is not something that you can actually take right now. Uh, if this is a for a future time during the Great Tribulation, this really isn't something that we should be concerned about. But in principle, what we should be concerned about is if we're aligning ourselves with evil things. If we are practicing aligning ourselves with, with things that are anti-Christ. You know, we think anti-Christ, we think against Christ, but the, the preposition anti is really alongside or like or instead of. Instead of Christ is really what we would want to say. So as it's replacing or instead of Christ. It's an alternative to Christ. And so what does this mean for believers today? Well, this means that if you set your hope on the one true Christ, if you align yourself with the one true Christ, if you're part of a church that, that honors and worships and declares the one true Christ, if you uh, connect yourself to a body of believers that preaches the Bible as the authority, the word of the one true Christ, I don't think you have much to fear. You don't have much to fear in saying, what if I accidentally align my, what if I accidentally take on the mark of the beast? What if I had the vaccine? Am I, am I now outside of the kingdom of God? If I use a credit card, am I outside the kingdom? No, no. Live your life. Live your life aligned around the one true Christ. Let your faith be in Jesus and his death and resurrection, not, not in the things of this world. Not in your wealth, not in your material goods, not in your ability to be moral, not in in your ability to be armed to the to the teeth with uh, with ammo and guns, so that you can whatever happens, I'm I'm okay. No, no. Put your faith in Christ. Put your hope in Christ. Live your life as aligned with Christ as the Scripture reveals. Do that. Let it be that simple. Don't don't give yourself to endless speculation. Don't give yourself to to this these these outlandish concerns and arguments. Rather, build your life on what's true. That Jesus, the perfect sinless Son of God, died and rose again. He is the Savior. He is the Christ. Now, now, keeping it simple. Keeping it sincere and focused on Christ, that is your safeguard. Now, if you, if you were to come to me and say, Mike, what if your timeline for Revelation is wrong? Well, what if, what if it's not the, the timeline that you, as you have explained it briefly, but, but what, if it's, what, what if we're in the tribulation right now? What if we can take the mark of these? I'd say the same exact thing. I'd say the same exact thing. The morals defined by the scripture, live by those. The, the, the code of ethics, the call to walk in the Spirit, to, to be filled with the Spirit, to know the Word, to live by the Word, do those things, and you will not find yourself going off the rails and taking the mark of the beast. No, it won't happen. 
live a simple faith, trusting in Christ. Live a sincere faith, trusting in Christ. He will preserve you. He will get you through this. He will help you endure. He will keep you from the hand of the enemy. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.